So, Maddie, you got a uh, a special ticket when you went to see Kingsman. Yes, mine said critic. I felt quite fancy. Oh, Roger. Ooh. Are we legit now? No, surely not. Probably not when we had a preview screening last night. You couldn't make it, so you had to go to a paid screening that we then asked the movie company to sort of, in lieu of missing their free screening on offer, yeah. could you please So if anything, I'm a... just too cheap to pay the 20 bucks. I mean, if I'd seen it beforehand, I would Instagram the shit out of the thing. <laughs> Get it a geek. This is the movie's crew, shortened as it may be. I think the last movie we did was uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. It was just you and I, Maddie. so it's... It's a, it's a trend. I'd like to bring the whole team back in, but, you know, let's keep something good going. I think we are on a good stead last Look, week. is it that we're more committed, or is it that we just don't have as much going on as everybody else? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> My name is Mitch. That is Maddie Gibson. We are going to talk some Kingsman, the Golden Circle today. Now, this is our non-spoilers review. As always, we're going to do a bit of both, a secondary podcast. Straight after this one, we're going to go in-depth with some spoilers and I was thinking about recording these podcasts, Maddie, before I saw the film, and I thought, oh, do we need to do both for this film? Do we really? Can we cover it off in one? Is there really much to spoil in Kingsman? And then after I see it, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of things that I want to talk about that that you ask the questions in the trailer, and uh, you don't want them ruined in a non-spoilers chat. So we are going to do things separately. Check back a little bit later on, or it may be up on our channels right now. A spoilers chat that's not happening right now. So you can feel free to listen to this review if you haven't seen the film, if you're on your way to see the film, or if you're just coming out and uh, see whether we agree on the sequel to Kingsman: The Secret Service, which Maddie only two years ago came out. I remember going to see it by myself. In the middle of the day, I think it had been out for a week or two. I want to say there were three other people in the cinema at a very popular cinema in our city, mind you. Mm. And I f-ing loved it. Like, I didn't need that atmosphere around me to help boost my enjoyment. I think it kicked off with Dire Straits Money for Nothing, exploding <laughs> the titles in your face. And I just started smiling. I thought, I'm in for a fun ride here. I've grown to really like Matthew Vaughan. I haven't probably seen a lot of his writing and directing work. I've seen bits and pieces here and there. I've I've seen Stardust, which I think might have been his directorial debut. I don't want to say, I don't know what it was, but that was his first (laughs) least big one that I definitely saw at the cinemas. That was really good fun. Of course, he did Kick-Ass, which so similar, obviously, to uh, to Kingsman. It's a piss take on the genre that it's a part of. It's based on a Mark Miller comic and is just everything you expect from that genre just amplified on some kind of weird drug, which, hardly enough, the the, uh, Golden Circle is about. But it strangely is a movie that I absolutely loved in 2015. I only saw once, never bought it as much as I wanted to. I've never seen it again at all, once in the cinema, but yet it is one, probably the biggest movie of that year that I had to tell people, you haven't seen Kingsman, you've got to watch Kingsman. Oh my God, it's amazing. It's so much fun. I'm a big James Bond fan as well. So while I love Bond, even old school, Roger Moore, cheesy as all hell Bond, I am going to enjoy the hell out of someone taking the piss out of it and saying, how ridiculous is it? And I'll look, that person's, you know, got a, a, a metal eye. We're going to give a chick with sword legs. You know, just <laughs> stupid, ridiculous shit. So I really enjoyed the first one. I'm really uh, looking forward to the second one. For me, it was a bit uh, like how I felt about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It had everything that I loved about the first one, but just had more of it. And I don't think 
that always worked. In parts of the Golden Circle, having more of the same was great. But in other parts, and a lot of stuff early on in the film when I was trying to get into it, I don't think it it worked as well. I think maybe because it doesn't feel fresh because it is that sequel. But I just think even in a movie that's so over-stylized and hyper-violence as the first one was, trying to upgrade that it just i don't know i don't don't know that it it, it sat as well with me as what it did the first time around not to say that i didn't enjoy it i still had a lot of fun and i did watch this one by myself as well because none of the rest of our team was able to come to our screening (laughs) so i've seen both of these movies in the same way watching it by myself and i just felt yeah i think i enjoyed secret service the first time around a lot more than what i did golden circle see i come from golden circle that's funny just you know i know i I always think i'm saying something wrong yeah i know it's like wait juice what (laughs) (laughs) which probably only makes sense if you're in a Australia is that, yeah. a, is that, is Australia, that a universal the, thing? If you're in Australia, Golden Circle is very different. Yeah, you know. it's canned fruit yeah. and breakfast juices. Yeah. It's a pineapple ring yeah. in a tin. <laughs> it's funny because I come from a very different background to you in the, in those terms. I'm not a Bond fan. Yeah. I never have been. I don't. You've never really seen a movie, have you? I know I've seen some. I know I've seen the old mate from Mrs. Doubtfire. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce yeah. Brosnan. I couldn't tell you if I've seen it all the way through. Yeah. I'm not having a go at you. Um, oh, you don't like it because you haven't watched it. But you've, you've seen mm. enough to know this isn't for me. Yeah, I've just yeah. Nev- never been able to get through one. Yeah. Um, to, to be fair, I've, I've, I'm told the Pierce Brosnan ones aren't that great in terms of compared to, you know, the Sean Connery and Roger Moores and that sort of stuff. Mm. But it never, it was never a, a genre that grabbed me. Mm. And then in terms of The Kingsman, you, I mean, you raved about it for months and months. And, months, and I was like, oh, it's just because you're a Bond fanboy. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to get any out of this film. I'm not going to get any. I only saw it this year. Really? The first one. It might have been April this year. That probably was after the first trailer for Golden Circle was released, I want to say. Like, it would have been very close. Oh, very close. Yeah. Because I think maybe a couple of weeks afterwards, I saw the first trailer and I was like, oh, I'm all all aboard the hype wagon. (laughs) I'm all aboard. So, yeah. So, I'd only seen it recently. I I had no frame of reference in terms of, you know, Bond and that sort of stuff. I think I've seen more Bond spoofs than Mm. I have actual Bond. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch. It. And I loved the first one because it was so like because I knew enough about the spoofs and all that sort of stuff. I got, I feel like I got most of the in jokes. Yeah. Like you know, it's like when you go and see the, the the new Star Trek reboot films, you know it enough that you get most of the jokes, but you yeah. don't get a few of the in like really really deep jokes. And I felt the same way. There's probably a few that I missed, but for the most part, I got it. And it, tonally. It really hit, and this goes for um, the Golden Circle as well. I feel like tonally, it's really unique in that it's a spoof, but it's also honouring mm. what's come before it. So it's it's not saying, "Oh, this is so shit, we're going to make fun of it." In a lot of the way that that Austin Powers kind of did. Yeah, you know, it's a little more nostalgic that way, but it's also not fan servicey. I find it, it it rides that that tonal shift really really well. And as for the Golden Circle, I actually think I may have enjoyed it more than the, yeah, right, than the cool. first one. Yeah, it does. There's a couple little things in sort of probably the last act that, that I sort of found myself comparing to um, the first one, and in particular the villain, mm. the main villain. I found I was sort of comparing that from the from the from the first one, but all the way through, I found myself getting like emotional. And you know me, I'm a sucker for if I get in get into something, I'll get a bit a bit you know watery eyed and that sort of stuff. And there was a couple of moments that that I found myself in this film. Yeah. You know, normally that's normally that's held for, you know, uh, X-Men or something like that, <laughs> you know, is, is what I hold my, my tears for. But there's something about the the group dynamic of of um, people finding a chosen family, you know, and that, yeah. that family and the I'll do anything for you kind of thing. 
that really gets to me. And the 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 way they did that in um in the Golden Circle, I found was was just spot on, absolutely pitch perfect. And yet it was still funny uh, and great action. And I'm not one for just indiscriminately killing, you know, uh, henchmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually really enjoyed it in this <laughs> film because I found it wasn't so much about the killing of it. It was about the spectacle of the yeah. way they were doing it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a gun fan by any means, but it's it was there was enough gadgety stuff in there and, and martial arts and that sort of stuff. I really got into it. I really enjoyed it. Now, comparing the two, if you said like maybe you know you did enjoy it more than the first one, do you feel for anyone who is listening that hasn't seen the first one, do you feel like you need to watch it before you go and see this one? I, I think so. Yeah, I was in the back of my mind. I kind of thought, and we've spoken about this in the past with Bond films. It's kind of like it's very murky. It's like, well, do they all take place after one another? Some do, some don't. Some mm. information you need to know, some information you don't need to know. Uh, we were just talking the other day about Mike Myers' films. With Halloween James, coming Halloween back, films. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, do you need to watch the previous ones? Well, yes or no. And the same with Chucky and a lot of horror films and that sort of stuff. But I was actually surprised and pleasantly surprised at the things they brought back mm. into into the Golden Circle that I thought we would never see again. I don't want to give anything away, but just not only characters, but also just little return gags yeah. and, and bits and pieces and establishing the world enough. And I think, oh, maybe you don't... It's not 100%. It's, it's not like saying, okay, well, you can go watch Empire Strikes Back without watching A New Hope mm, first. Mm. That's ludicrous. Yeah, crazy. don't do it. <laughs> so you, you, I think you could watch this and get a kick out of it as just a fun popcorn movie, like a you know blockbuster sort of film. But I think you won't get as much enjoyment out of it if you don't watch the first one. Yeah. I felt the same way. Now, you often call me Captain Chronology, and that's because if oh, I yes. watch one thing, I watch it all, and I've got to watch it from chronologically start yeah, to from finish. Start. But also that goes to if a sequel comes out and someone comes up to me and you know they're not into the uh, movies or a franchise like this one, they come to me and go, oh, I've never heard of Kingsman before. Do I need to watch the first one? My instant reaction would be say, yeah, of course you do, because it's good, but more because, well, this is the second one. You should watch the first one. And I didn't get to rewatch the first one, and I'm watching The Golden Circle, and almost immediately I'm like, oh shit, I wish I had. Mm. Because I re- I got references to the gags they were referencing. I'm like, there's, there's something there. God, I wish I would remember that gag. And then they would say something else. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I remembered that, because that's giving this scene more emotional impact. And we'll talk about this more in spoilers. But there was there were a lot of throwbacks to the first movie, more than a lot of sequels tend to do, I reckon, where mm. it feels like it is a continuation, like almost the second half of a movie, the way they do reference the first film. Like it's really building off those blocks. And I'm sitting next to one of my bosses uh, from work and lovely, sweet lady who I have to apologize if I accidentally swear in front of her. She doesn't like crude, rude <laughs> nature or anything like that. And I was hosting our premiere last night, and I got up and I said, "Oh, thank you to lovely D, who is um, who put this on tonight." I begged to get uh, our, you know, us a partnership with this film to present tonight. Uh, I mean, imagine if she hadn't seen the first one, you know, God, wouldn't she be so scarred, you know, watching this tonight? And she's she's gesturing to me in the audience, I haven't seen the first one, <laughs> and I said, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Everyone laughs and said, "Who else is who hasn't seen it?" The first one, three people out of 300 put their wow. hand up. I said, well, you guys and D are in for a ride. Yeah. Because everyone there was there because they know what to expect. Mm. They loved the first one. And there was so much of last night where, like I said earlier, it went further than the first yeah. movie. 
Well, I had a, I had a similar situation in my screening in that it was just a, a daytime screening. It's uh, school holidays here at the moment. Yeah. And I noticed in my row, there was a mother with her son and he would have been maybe 10. <laughs> and I'm going, you know, as I'm sitting down watching sort of the previews and stuff, I'm going... She knows this is an MA15 movie, right? Are they meant to be a Ninjago? Um, yeah, I was like, has, she, has, has he conned her into this? Has yeah. he seen the first one and he's conned her into this? Or has she gone, oh, well, I'm not going to take him to see, you know, the Emoji movie or something or like it, that. You know? Or It. <laughs> well, this, you know, oh, look at those gentlemen in their suits. This Colin be the Firth's lovely. Go. I oh, saw yes. him in the King's Speech. He was adorable. He was wonderful. Oh, Sense and Sensibility, yeah. <laughs> um... And every time they dropped an F-bomb in this film, I mm. kind of just found myself looking out of the corner of my eye just to see if she was laughing or if she was shocked. Yeah. Well, another woman at work today said to me, I I was there. Were you there? I said, yeah, I was there. And she's like, I took my kids. And I just... Because <laughs> her son would make, I think, 11. Her daughter's 13 or so. And she's... You, you sh- you shouldn't you shouldn't take children to this movie. I said, yeah, I, I know. Well, I MA15 I could have told you that is, yeah. if I didn't think you would have already looked at the MA rating, possibly researched a trailer, mm. especially for a franchise you'd never heard of before. Just maybe look into it a little bit. I don't know. And yeah, said her kids learn a few things, um, yeah. sexually and violence, uh, otherwise in this film. I so just, I have to say that the sexuality was toned down a lot in this film compared to the first one. I think. Oh, there's a scene we're going to talk about in spoilers then that. Um, what I find about Kingsman, comparing it to Bond, where Bond mm. is violent, this is hyper-violent. Where Bond features lots of sex scenes, this features one sex scene per film, but oh, it's sort of... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, We're going to yes. talk about that in spoilers. I think oh, we probably right. don't want to discuss any further without going into spoilers. Mm. So let's jump into it right now, Maddie. Um, mm. But I, I am giving thumbs up to this movie. Like, if you're interested in Kingsman, if you've seen the first one, you're like, is the second one any good? Yeah, go watch it. I think if you like the first one, you will like the mm. second, whether you're you know, slightly underwhelmed or like I was compared to the first, I'm not calling it a waste of time. If you like the first one, go mm. see the second one. Like it's definitely worth it. It is a lot of fun. The 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 cast in this, like you look around Taron Egerton, who is great. I immediately fell in love with after the first movie. He yeah. is Eggsy, if you don't know the name, the main star of this film. Colin Firth, Oscar winner. Julianne Moore, Oscar winner. You think of the first movie. Michael Caine, Oscar winner. Mm. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, I think an Oscar nominee at the very least. Yeah. This film as well. Jeff Bridges, Oscar yep. winner. Like it's it's like can you look at the cast members? Halle Berry. Halle Berry, Oscar winner. Channing Tatum. Oscar like, nominee. Just like keeps... believe it or not, yeah, Channing Tatum, if you've missed the last couple of years, isn't Oscar nominated actor. <laughs> they have got some serious acting credentials in these films yeah. that just come in and are having the time of their freaking lives. Definitely. You can tell that. I think that's where this film really started to work for me was when Colin Firth and Taron Egerton finally got their characters back together because Colin Firth is missing a lot at the start of this film. Mm. The whole first movie worked on the balance of Colin Firth's sort of bland gentleman. He was he was like a robot essentially, but a he charming a robot. He was a dandy. He was. And then Taron Egerton, this, you know, hooligan. Who you had sound to, like you're from London. <laughs> you know, had to wear a suit, you know, learn how to put on a tie and shoot a gun. Them two coming together, those sort of, you know, combining the two people that really mm. shouldn't meet match, that's what made the first movie work. 
this second movie, you don't get that at the start, and then once it kicks back in, I'm like, oh, okay, now now I'm watching a Kingsman movie again mm. proper. There were elements of it from both sides early on, but I think that's what makes it work is this really weird mix of actors coming together, having the time of their lives with this ridiculous you know, yeah. plot and ridiculous script and crazy characters and things like that. So, uh, and, a, and a great one to watch for any Game of Thrones fans is Oberyn oh, from, yes. from uh, season four of Game of Thrones as like a... Uh, a Texan cowboy. Yeah. Who knew he could do that? Yeah. But he does it so well. Manners make of man. <laughs> Fantastic. And then you compare that to his Dawn accent in Game of Thrones. He can do anything old uh, Pablo. So good. So good. I, I would have to say that I think this one does surpass uh, the first Kingsman film. Uh, I know we don't do star ratings a lot, but I was up there in like the four star kind of range for this one. I really, really enjoyed this. Yep. Um, at the top, we talked about how, you know, the other guys weren't able to make the screening. Is that because we're more committed or uh, <laughs> or because we've got nothing else going on? Either way, we won because we got to sit, like see an amazing film. Yeah. I'm so stoked that I got to see this and that I'm totally on board the bandwagon for Kingsman. Like... I'm ready for the next one. Well, they're already talking number three. Matthew Vaughan, who did start Kick-Ass but didn't come back for the sequel, Mm. did X-Men First Class, couldn't come back for Days of Future Past. He did come back for Golden Circle. See, man, there must be Mm. something about this movie. He's already talking that he wants to wrap up this trilogy and then he would like to see the series you know, spin off I think it could. As I'm watching the film, I'm going, I can see this as a franchise running for 15, 20 years. I can see it being the new Bond franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I really can because the... The stories can go anywhere. Obviously, you know, the these like we we're talking, these these great sort of level actors are willing to get in there and have some fun and, yeah. and poke fun at themselves and the genre. Mm. The sky as long as they keep the writing like as 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 good as it as it is, mm. the sky's the limit. I mean, when I said absolutely, like don't take away my bond. You know, have, have some concurrent British spy movies happening. Sure, don't take away my Bond. Keep my Bond. Well, Thank I mean, you, you can't much. have Kingsman without Bond. Exactly. Like you know, and, and and don't make that happen ever. <laughs> we are going to come back and talk spoilers right now, though. Definite pass mark and two thumbs up from Maddie for Kingsman: oh, The Golden yeah. Circle. You can check it out in cinemas right now. You can check out all of our podcasts on the iTunes and SoundCloud channels. Simply search "Get Into Geek." You can uh, check us out on socials: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and get in contact with. With us there via at get into geek and uh, you can also drop us line get into geek at gmail.com myself at mitch underscore lewis on twitter and instagram maddie where can we talk to you at high pitch maddie on instagram check out your critics ticket Ooh, all right next up our kingsman spoilers chats get into geek.com